Ladies and gentlemen, Cardinal fans of all ages, welcome to Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score. I'm Chris Grace. I'll be your host, joined every week by current Wesleyan Athletic Director and former head football coach, Mike Whalen. Each week, Coach and I will interview some of your favorite former Cardinals and find out exactly what they've been up to. Without further ado, it's time to check in with the coach, Mike Whalen. All right, Coach, it's been a couple weeks, but we're back with some more podcasts for you. Tonight, we're going to welcome in someone who does something very similar to what you do, but he's in charge of a lot more people than you are. That's right. Class of 2000, former Wesleyan basketball player and current athletic director for all public schools in the city of Boston, Avery Esdale is with us. And Coach, I cannot imagine the amount of responsibility that that job must entail. No, it's uh, it's a huge responsibility, and uh, you know Avery, uh, former West basketball player and uh, uh, loyal alum, uh, really uh, you know someone that you know enjoys giving back, whether it's his time or you know coming to golf tournaments, supporting Coach Riley's summer golf tournament. Uh, Avery's a you know a great West alum, and you know he's had a career in uh, both college uh, athletic administration and now uh, administration for the uh, Boston Public Schools. So really looking forward to uh, to catching up with him tonight. We can't wait to catch up with Avery, but before we do that, we got to catch up with Mike O'Brien. Mike, tell everyone how they can stay connected with the podcast. You can stay connected by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Wes underscore athletics and on Facebook at Wesleyan.athletics. You can also subscribe to Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score on Apple Podcasts, and you can contact us directly by emailing athletics at Wesleyan.edu. All right, that's the man behind the man. I got to tell you, it's getting better every week. But coach, now it's time for the main event. We welcome in class of 2000, former Wesleyan basketball player, current athletic director for all Boston City Schools, Avery Estale. It's another edition of Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score, your only official Wesleyan Athletics podcast. As always, joined by the coach, Mike Whalen, current Wesleyan athletic director, and our producer, Mike O'Brien. He's in charge of all things behind the scenes. Our guest tonight, class of 2000, former Wesleyan Cardinal basketball player, and he is the current athletic director for Boston Public Schools. He is Avery Estill. Avery, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. We're, we're excited to have you. I know Coach is always excited to have people in athletic administration uh, that he could, you know, speak the same lingo. You guys deal with a lot of the same situations, especially in this crazy last 12 months with scheduling and everything uh, you know, that goes along with it. And we'll, we'll touch on that. But first things first, Every week I ask everyone the same question. It's a simple one. How did you end up at Wesley and how did you become a Cardinal? Uh, it, it was, I guess it could have been a lot easier. Um, I think in my mind, um, I was interested in schools. I think I knew I wanted to go to a small school, uh, wanted to go to a highly academic school, but like hadn't really made the connection um, with the athletic perspective. And so I kind of went into my searches um, and, and visits, not really um, weighing in the athletic piece. Um, and um, at the end of the day, I, I had a, some, a pretty successful senior year um, in high school. Um, then all of a sudden the, the athletic piece um, became more of a, something that I felt I wanted to pursue. And actually Wesleyan was the, the school that um, one that I, I liked by itself, but then I, when I had the opportunity to go and play basketball as well, um, it, it really sealed the deal and, and made the choice for me. 
And Avery, what, what, uh, where did you grow up? Where'd you play high school ball? I grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. And, right. uh, and so, you know, 25, 30 minutes from campus um, and, and graduated from Hamden Hall uh, Country Day School. Uh, yep. So I did two years there after um, being in the New Haven Public Schools uh, for three years. And the, the two years at, at Hamden Hall really um, helped to kind of get my head screwed on right um, and, and really, you know, start to think about um, you know, what, what you want to do in life, I think, give you some perspective on the, the colleges that are out there and the opportunities that are out there to go to school, uh, to really be around people that, um, that the end goal was to go to college and not that that wasn't um, pieces that my parents and, and my family reinforced, but, um, it, you know, that was one of the outcomes of the school and why you went there. Um, but I also had a chance to, to you know, play athletics there and, and, and be in a, a pretty successful program and um, play with some pretty successful people. And um, so all that kind of together um, made going to Wesleyan uh, the, the right choice, you know, for me and, and the school I wanted to pursue. So I got to ask you a question because, so I grew up in Enfield. Okay. So, you know, you were, you were South, I was North and, and I did a PG year at Loomis. Okay. Mm -hmm. So kind of similar path to you going to Lyman. Um, honestly, though, when I was in high school at Loomis, everybody knew about Wesleyan, which I'm sure was the same case at, at, at Lyman, right? Yeah. Hamden Hall. Hamden Hall. Hamden Hall, right? That, that, so, um, so, but when I was at Enfield, when I was at Fermi High in Enfield, you know, you know, I, I told people that, you know, I'd gotten a call from, you know, football and wrestling coaches at, at Wesleyan. And they were like, you know, where's that? You know, like what's Wesleyan, you know, like that. And, 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 you know, I find that amazing now because, you know, it's literally 30 minutes up the road, 45, you know, 40 minutes up the road. And, um, but again, you know, it's, it's, you get into an environment like Loomis, uh, you know, that, that you, you uh, get in an environment like Hamden Hall and now where the focus is on academics and, you know, you know, kids are, you know, you know, willing to, you know, give up their right arms for an opportunity to come to Wesleyan puts mm -hmm. a little different perspective on it for you. Yeah, hey, you know, and you're, you're dealing with, I think, a number of schools where you sit down with a college counselor and they're, they're, you know, trying to figure out what you're interested in, how far you want to go from from home, how big of a school you're interested in, what majors you're interested in. Um, and those NESCAC schools, you know, came up continuously. Um, you know, I, I went and visited Trinity, I visited Bates, I visited Middlebury, and, and none of them really um, spoke to me and, and I had a chance after I got admitted and accepted to Wesleyan to go and, and spend the, you know, the, the, the night on campus. Um, and I, again, I was all independent of, of athletics and basketball. Um, and, you know, it, it just felt right. And it was, it was a good fit. So um, and had, awesome. had, yeah. had, had Herb Kenny retired by then or did he recruit you? Herb had just retired. Uh, Pykele was in for the year Interim. that he was okay, there. Yeah, yep. So yeah, he, yeah. he recruited uh, us and, and, you know, five of my closest friends right now uh, that, that came in uh, with us um, in that class and, um, you know, and, and really, you know, kind of sold us on um, one, the school, but I think secondarily, um, uh, you know, what, what athletics could be and what he was trying to, to put together. So uh, again, as I said, it, it, they all happen separately, but you know, it, it all worked out well in the end. So that's a, that's a good story. You could say that the head coach of Rutgers, you know, is the guy that recruited you, right. You know, yeah, that's a, big, big that's time. Not bad. Yeah. Have, you, have you had any contact with him through the years? 
I, I've run into him a couple of times. Uh, I, when I was in collegiate administration, I interviewed for a job at Stony Brook, uh, you know, shortly after he had started there. So I had a chance to kind of bump into him. Um, and then I've run into him, uh, I think must've been at one of the, the uh, Wesleyan uh, basketball golf outings okay. uh, came up too. So, you know, here and there you, you, you run into people, but yeah. um, great guy. And, and, you know, I think really uh, started to put the, the basketball program on the map. So talk about, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, how you ended up at Wesley. Talk about your basketball experience. You mentioned that, you know, applying to schools and looking to schools, obviously as someone who, who wanted to play sports, but that wasn't your main focus was sports, obviously. So talk about the basketball side of things and what your basketball experience was like as a Cardinal. I, I, I think we had a, a great experience. You know, um, we, we didn't have probably the success that some of the teams are seeing now, um, but I'd like to say that we maybe paved the, paved the way for some of those teams to, um, you know, start to have some of the success and, and, and build some of the culture they had. Um, like I said, coming in with, with five other freshmen and, um, you know, I, I think a group of younger sophomores, uh, the, the team was young and we had to kind of learn, um, things together, you know, and uh, the NESCAC, uh, and at that time, it probably was um, one of the best basketball conferences in New England. I think, you know, some others have stepped on the stage um, since then, and they're, they're all very competitive, but, um, you know, it, it, it was, it was uh, noteworthy and, and, and must-see basketball and highly competitive basketball. You know, you, you run into those guys, um, you know, and friends with people that went to Williams and Amherst and, you know, Middlebury and, um, and, and Hamilton. And, you know, now you, you talk about it and everybody kind of had a, a pretty similar experience of just um, that competitiveness, you know, the uniqueness of the league, the history. Um, on our end, I, th I think, you know, we, we had to kind of learn um, how, to, how to become collegiate basketball players. And, and I think that's um, a piece that uh, it, I feel it comes with kids a little bit easier now just because of the way that they go about um, basketball in the offseason and, and kind of through the AAU circuit. But, um, you know, we, we had to work on it. We had to learn to, to, to kind of work in the offseason and, and come and be ready to play and, and prepared and uh, work with each other and um, all the pieces. But I, I think outside of that, the, the experience and the time that I had with, with the people, um, was great and, and outstanding. Um, you know, I look back now that I've worked in athletic administration, uh, the, the support that we had, um, not that you always noticed it, but it was there, you know, with, whether it was Bob with, with the equipment or Ken in the, in the athletic training room or, um, you know, all the sports information support, like we were, we were, uh, you know, doing the best that we could and, and, um, and it was great, you know? And so um, I think I always tell people now when, when working in athletics, it's, you know, you don't always remember the games. Um, you'll remember the bus ride, you'll remember the practices, you'll remember the, the time in the locker room. Um, and those are the things that you're going to build off. And those are things that are going to tie you back to the school. And, you know, that's definitely the case with myself right now. And and so um, academically, what was your uh, what was your what was your major? You know, at West, I majored in sociology. Hey, uh -huh. there we go. We got yeah. a lot in common. We got a lot yeah. in common, you, man. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and and really, um, from a, a 100% genuine interest in uh, the science and and people and and wanting to learn more and wanting to. 
uh, understand that dynamic. And, and, you know, that was one of my day ones. I think if I had looked at things and plotted them out a little differently, obviously there was room to, to do some of the double majors and some of those classes um, counted in other areas. And so, you know, the, the African-American studies probably was an option. And, um, you know, I kicked the tires on economics um, for a little bit. And, you know, so, I, but I, that was where I settled. But, you know, I always tell people, I think that, that, um, inability to be boxed in at, at Wesleyan is, is something that I value and, and something I was drawn to, you know, you, you talk to other people that, that go to different colleges and, you know, their first year is mapped out in terms of what classes they have to take. You know, one of the first challenges we got when we got to campus back in 96 was to, you know, to make a schedule, right? And you had to kind of sit there and figure out like, well, or wait, you're not telling me what I have to take. I, you know, I get to sit here and, and go through this catalog and figure out what I want to take. And, you know, and, and that's uh, a unique part of Wesleyan and, and, and something special. And, you know, I think that, that you felt um, the, the minute you stepped on campus. So um, I settled in in sociology, but, you know, I, I had a chance to experience a, a lot of different um, academic courses and, and paths and, and even my peers, you know, through conversating with them, you, you, you learn about different um, aspects and, and different pieces. And so, um, you know, that was, that's one of the pieces that I think um, I hold, hold uh, very dear to, and close to my heart is just the, that ability at Wesleyan that, you know, you can kind of pursue um, whatever it is that you're interested in, as long as you can make it fit in your schedule. When, when did you know that, that athletic administration was something that you were interested in? I stumbled into it. You know, I, I, I think um, part of it was the, my experience at Wesleyan, right? Like, like having some tangible experience as, a, as an athlete. And I think not really understanding the, the backstory of what necessarily went on uh, from a day to day. And that, that, I mean, that's just pure kind of uh, young and, and, and ignorance. It's, you know, you, you assume, I was telling people, like you assume the, the gym is set up, you know, when you get there for a game, but you know, you don't know who, who does it and whose job. Bob, obviously Bob. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. Like Bob was doing five different places, but um, gym set up, uh, you know, uniforms clean. Um, you know, there's people there to work the scoreboard. And, and so, you, you know, I, I didn't really uh, know all those pieces and how they all kind of went together, but I, I, I did enjoy um, athletics. I enjoyed the athletic experience. I enjoyed, um, you know, events. Um, I, I think part of my, my background at West, I, I did a lot of work with the um, uh, university relations uh, department uh, with reunions and, and family weekends. And so I got a chance to kind of uh, understand how those events were put together and, and got a chance to, to, you know, be part of some of the leadership in those events. And so um, that was kind of a natural piece the 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 enjoying of organizing and, and doing events and then, you know, kind of the enjoyment around the um, athletic piece, uh, you know, kind of drew me into athletic administration. So coming out of, you know, when I graduated in May, did not know I was going to do that. I, I stumbled in um, onto a, a, a internship at Yale University. And so um, it gave me an opportunity to, to go and, I, and my internship was with uh varsity sports administration. So I'm working with kind of the schedules, the officials, uh, the event management, and then the other piece was in facilities. So um, really getting a, a, a firsthand uh, knowledge and understanding of all the facilities at, at Yale University and how they're managed and, you know, all the pieces that need to happen to make sure that you can have a successful event 
uh, when you go out for a soccer or field hockey or football game um, and, and understanding how it all works. So uh, it, it, you know, it, it, I had some experience that I had had to kind of um, lean on, but I think it opened up um, a whole other uh, area and, and, and perspective because now is behind the scenes and supporting the student athletes that were, you know, doing their best and competing and, you know, and being involved in some of these um, big time events and, and, you know, being behind the scenes and, and being a part of those was, was pretty special. So was that the internship at Yale? Was that a one-year program or was it longer than that? It was a two-year program. So, right, two -year program. yeah. Yeah. So I, again, so like I, I, I talked to all the, uh, the kids that are interested in kind of the, you know, in the opportunities we've had through like the, the A plus program, but, mm -hmm. um, I, I could have, if I played this right and I listened to my parents, I could have, and I should have, um, I could have gone there. They, they paid for grad school credit. So I could have finished my year grad, my two years of grad school, got my master's, had the experience at Yale and then walked out the door. I got one year done and, and, and walked out the door. But um, I always tell people like it, it, part of that was not knowing, but, you know, had I kind of plotted that out a little differently, um, it was a great program because you, you had a chance to get the work experience, you know, go and get that degree um, and then, you know, walk out after two years with a degree and, and two years experience, with, which will put you to the front, you know, of the line and, and, and most job searches. That was, that was right out of college, you said, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. You're getting, you're getting free meals. You're getting free laundry. You're getting all that right out of college. If you <laughs> well, it, it worked out. And this is, I mean, this is another piece I talked to people about, you know, and getting into athletics. It, there's a sacrifice involved. I, it worked out for, well for me because, being from New Haven, I was able to kind of stay at home, right? I didn't have. That's to, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have to figure out some of those pieces. Some of my my peers that worked and and were very successful were, you know, were were working this job and trying to make ends meet and having it all work, you know, in in a in a uh, effort to to pursue um, athletic administration. But yeah, being at home was was a huge part. And I, you know, without that, I don't know if I would have been able to to take on the path because. Um, you know, those doors to get in um, are, are pretty slim and, and, you know, normally there's not a lot of money involved, um, you know, when you start to, to get that experience. So uh, it did work out. Yes. Free laundry, all those, you know, home cooking, nice. uh, an understanding of the environment you're going into were, were pretty huge. Yeah, so you, you finished the first you finished the first year and then where'd you go from there? Uh, I, so I stayed. I did two years at Yale after the second year. Yeah. At the second year. Um, I, I was, you know, applying for jobs and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out and, you know, and obviously they want to see you get placed, um, but a job at, at Wellesley college, um, opened up, um, and, you know, Wellesley often confused with Wesleyan for whatever reason, but, but two very different places. Um, but they had an assistant AD job there. Um, obviously, um, put you up in the, the Boston area, um, put you at another, um, highly selective uh, college and school with, with great tradition and history um, and really part of an athletics department um, where, you know, I could grow and, and learn and, and have a seat at the table. Um, and, you know, the seat early on was just kind of to watch and observe. Um, but that was that was good, you know, to, to kind of understand how things worked and timing and, and leverage and, you know, different people that are involved in, in different decisions. Um, so it, it worked out. I, I, I got a job assistant AD for events. So I was in charge of all the 
uh, games that we played to, to make sure that we had, you know, the officials, make sure we had staffing, um, handled all the team travel, um, handled all the setup of, of the games and, and worked with that. And so hands-on, um, but really got you uh, in a space to, to have some experiences, have some responsibility and, and really start to build and grow. Right. Right. So you, you end up, uh, you know, kind of, you said you, you get your feet wet by being an assistant athletic director. So how long do you hold on to that job for before you, you en- enter into what you're currently doing now? Yeah, so I, I was there 12 years, but the, the way I like to categorize it, I, I was under two different athletic directors. So I, I worked um, originally with Louise O'Neill, um, who was um, who had ties to Wesleyan, who was a former basketball coach who was successful, a, a very smart woman. Um, but, you know, she was there for the first five years I was there. Um, the next five years, I, I worked under uh, Bridget Belgevini, who had come from uh, the NCA office was in charge of Division Three, and and really was looking to come back uh, to work on a college campus as as her kind of last job before she went uh, and, and retired, you know, at, at some point. But um, two different leadership styles, um, two different uh, outlooks and and pieces, and so I, again, I, I really had a, a chance to uh, to learn and and take on some more responsibility. Bridget was more of a you know, if you want to do it, you take it and, you know, that, that'll be your thing. And so um, under her, I, I really had a chance to grow. I, I became an associate AD, worked more with um, obviously the events still, but did some work um, around our internship program, did some work around um, the budgets, had some, um, my hands in some more of the strategic thinking in the department. Um, and, you know, we really got up and, and moving and, and, and rolling. And so um, after 12 years there, uh, the, the job at, at Boston Public Schools um, came up and, you know, it, it, my thinking on it and, and the perspective really was around, um, you know, how do you get, how do you get something out of your job? And, you know, the, the women of Wes, uh, Wellesley, um, driven, you know, they, they'll be fine without me, right? Like, they're, you know, um, but I felt the, that working with NBPS um, really would provide an opportunity to, to kind of use athletics um, as a mechanism to, to, to help kids, to, to, to engage kids in, in some positive um, spaces and, and really, um, you know, use athletics to, to complement the, the academic um, piece that, that, you know, that drives our district, but um, in a different way. So I, I, I got an opportunity and, and really had to jump at it and uh, have been there the last seven years. So, I mean, for the last seven years, you've been, I don't know how to phrase this, but you've been in charge of athletics for 50 to 60 schools. So what's that like going from a, you know, a small, although traditional, but a small liberal arts, all, all girls college to all of a sudden, boom, you're in charge of a huge city and all of their schools. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, I, I just can't imagine what your email block must look like. I mean, it must be insane. Yeah, email is very popular in BPS uh, for a number of ways. Um, but it, yeah, it, 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 it was a big transition because I think uh, initially coming in, um, my thinking was, you know, to, to, to really be able to um, um, extend myself into the schools and, and kind of be uh, more in on the day to day. But in reality, I, I think our office 
um, serves two two purposes. One, it's yes, that that operational support and the, the large things that um, a school and a team needs to to be able to function. So, you know, making um, sure transportation runs efficiently, making sure that uh, facilities are available, um, dealing with eligibility, um, you know, dealing with equipment and and kind of the 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 year to year or day to day needs that may come up that end, but. We're also a conference office because, you know, we our schools make up the Boston City League. And so there's a whole scheduling component. There's a whole um, postseason component. There's a whole component of dealing with uh, the Massachusetts uh, Interscholastic Athletic Association, MIA, in terms of, um, you know, uh, alignments and eligibilities and committees and things that go on. So um we we have a lot a lot going on you know and i think uh to this day we we continue to work to figure out how we kind of um operate the most efficient efficiently to make sure that um you know the coaches and the kids and the schools have the support um that they need but um it it it, it was more than just coming in as as an ad and i think like you know normally ad is and these are my colleagues across the state and even in any other instance, right, you're responsible for one school, one um, one basketball team, one girls basketball team, one uh, track and field team, right? And and when you start listing some of our things on paper, it gets complicated because you're, you know, you got 15 uh, varsity boys teams and 15 varsity girls teams and then the JV level and, you know, all the other sports. So you can get to upwards of 80, 90 teams existing in a season. Um, that all need support and all need some pieces. And, and so um, it, it does definitely take a different approach, um, but it's, it's worth it. And I think, um, you know, being able to uh, see kids and, 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 and families, inter, you know, enjoying their sport and pursuing it, um, it's a big deal. You know, it's, it's a big part of um, a lot of a lot of students experience um, in high school. And I think you also had to, to kind of uh, remember that, you know, we, we work in college and college, you're dealing with um, a more elite uh, section of, of athletes, right? And, and not, in a, not, I mean, when I say elite, like kids that, and students that um, there, there's not a spot for everyone, right? I, I think in high school, um, you, you want to provide as much opportunity as possible. You want to provide as much opportunity for participation as possible um, until you get to that point where, you, you know, you're saying we're creating the most competitive um, space here, obviously, you know, when you deal with your varsity programs. But um, so all that was an adjustment as well. Even, you know, I, I look at like um, arrival for a game, you know, at, at the college level, I know like, you know, you'd want to be there an hour and a half before so you could get dressed, stretch, you know, go see the athletic trainer, you know, get your legs um, loose after getting off the bus in high school, you know, for a half hour, you're, you're in good shape, right? Like that's sometimes it's too long. So um, just adjusting to those pieces, but it's, it's been great. Um, it, it's a great community to, to be a part of and, and work with. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to my, my time there. And so you, you know, you, uh, you're managing, uh, up to, to, uh, to 90, 90 teams in a season, and then you just throw in a pandemic. And uh, you know, that just uh, further complicates things. So talk to us a little bit about kind of how this last year has been. And even like, you know, we were talking prior to, to, uh, to, um, to doing the podcast, you know, the, the challenges of, you know, trying to now run fall seasons in the spring and, 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 and what those challenges present for you. 
Yeah, the the uh, the the pandemic. I I think um, obviously, I mean, nobody was prepared for it, and I think as we continued through it, um, it became apparent pretty early that that different community. I mean, well, just how it was handled across the country, right? Different states, um, in in Massachusetts, different communities kind of dealt with things um, differently or had different ways that um, the that COVID was affecting them. Um, COVID hit very hard in the city of Boston, right? It, it, it um, had effect in, in the surrounding towns and, and so in cities. So um, when it came to athletics, um, I, I think, you know, our piece and, and there, there was, I think we were always um, a quiet uh, proponent for it, but we also had to realize that um, there was some priority and some some other things that may take precedent over what we needed to do um, in order to execute athletics. And so, um, getting back to school, you know, some some people in the state were were back in school in mid September and ready to go. Um, and BPS, it took us a couple of times, you know, before we were were really back in. We we tried in October. I think we we tried again um in December and you know and you know we, we really didn't get up and rolling um until after the new year and so as we were able to see where school was going then we were able to kind of open the discussions around athletics um to take a, a giant step backwards I think um at the state level they, they still had to make a decision around how athletics were were going to be run you know and so this this all was uh, kind of a, a trickle effect um, in terms of, you know, when you're going to be able to play and what you're going to be able to play. As we entered into the summer, um, I think uh, like basketball, football, um, all the contact sports were, were considered high risk and you weren't allowed to play them. And so, you know, you had to kind of wait over time uh, to get to a point where, where those were approved. Um, and so on the side, you know, I, I had an opportunity to be a part of uh, a task force with the MIA uh, that, that kind of looked at, at delivering sports and how it would work and, you know, what the modifications in the sport would need to be and, you know, working with the state around what they felt comfortable with and, and kind of trying to land on the spot. And so what it created was, uh, you know, an ability to say, you know, we were OK to do fall sports with a delayed start. Um, in the fall, but the decision really went back on each individual district to, to decide if they were going to be comfortable and, and able to play sports. And um, some did, some didn't. And because of that, it created um, basically this this fall two window. So um, this this year in Massachusetts, there was four seasons. There was a, a traditional fall. Um, there was a winter. There was a fall too, to to catch any sports that you weren't able to execute, and there was a spring. And so, in BPS, um, we did not play anything in the fall. Um, we started our our sports in the winter uh, with basketball and hockey uh, in January. Uh, that we played through the the end of February. We started football um, the last week in February, and we're playing that through. Uh, th this Sunday coming up, uh, April 25th, uh, or football, soccer, volleyball, and then we'll do our traditional spring sports, uh, the baseballs, the softballs, the outdoor track and fields, uh, tennis is um, from April 26th through through July 7th. But the, the process in all this, I think, um, really highlighted that there were people that wanted to, and not just the students and not just the families, um, 
you know, people in the city of Boston that were in support of one, us getting back to school, but us, but also students having athletic opportunities. And so as those, those kind of transpired and as we um, talked to health officials and, and they felt comfortable with, with what we did, you know, uh, you had to make modifications, you know, there was, there's no spectators allowed with basketball. There was masks worn at all time, um, which was a major change, you know, in, in games and, and in contests. And, you know, that that's carrying out right now through all the other seasons. Um, so it really was um, just dealing and, and figuring out how you, you, kind of implemented those modifications in order to um, successfully have it. But um, I know when we did get basketball up and running and we did get hockey going, um, the, the, the feedback we heard was it was, it was just great for the, the kids to have some bit of normalcy and some ability to, to interact with their peers and, you know, and then the, the ability to compete. Um, so it, it's, it's gone well um, so far, I, I think. Um, in Boston, we're, we're dealing with us being um, in a remote and hybrid setting for such a long time. It's, it's kind of had an adverse effect on um, athletics and, and, you know, that we, we don't have the participation that we normally would have. But, um, you know, we focused on just making sure that we provided the opportunity for the kids and, um, and you know, continue to work to, to make sure that when we get back next year, um, we can get as many kids involved as possible. So if you, if you could, you know, we ask everyone this question, but it's important. I think your background, you know, sociology, Coach and I uh, both big, big fans of sociology, but talk about the, the entirety of the liberal arts education at Wesley and kind of how it prepared you for what you're doing today. And, you know, as an educator, as an administrator, someone who's, who's obviously responsible for thousands of youth uh, right now in the greater Boston area. Talk about how that kind of helped shape what, what you're doing now. Yeah, it's huge, you know, and I don't, it's not for everybody. Um, and I think you, you know, you, it's hard to sometimes characterize, but when you've lived it and you, you've been part of it, um, it's special and it's powerful. Um, you know, I, I kind of consider the liberal arts education basically um, that, that learning is always happening, right? Like the, whether you're in the classroom, um, you know, I had an athletic experience, whether it's through clubs, um, whether it's through others, right? You're, you're constantly learning. And I think um, one of the big things that I've taken from Wesleyan and, and, um, and, and pro it's probably been, um, uh, I guess, marketed maybe differently by, you know, by people like Coach Belichick and, and, and others, but it's, it's an ability to, to think outside the box, right? And, and to look at um, and, and not be um, necessarily um, not necessarily buy in to, to what something may tell you at face value, right? I, I think we're at, uh, being at Wesleyan and, and being a student there, what I've learned and what I've carried on uh, professionally is an ability to appreciate people, right? And to understand that you're going to interact with people from different backgrounds and you're going to interact with people with different, uh, people with different perspectives. Um, but what we have to do and, and what you have to make sure that you do is you, you clear space and, and, and you give yourself an, an opportunity to experience um, that person's thinking or that person's ideas. Um, and a lot of times what you find out is it's eye-opening, right? Like you, you, the, the people that you end up interacting with that, that probably if, if you went in with a, with a closed mindset and, and, and didn't, um, 
would be detrimental to you, right? But if you go in with an open mindset and, and an ability to say, let me find out what this person's talking about. Let me, let me, you know, hear about their experiences. Let me hear, um, you know, what they're interested in, what their background is. Um, you, you learn a great deal and, and going into um, different environments. I mean, obviously, um, in a collegiate environment or even in a, in a public school environment, you're dealing with a, a number of people on a daily basis. And if you were to prejudge them um, or to, to make um, thinkings of, of what they're telling you from face value, a lot of times uh, it, it's, it's probably not a productive interaction and it's probably something that neither person gets out of. But um, what I try to do is, is just um, deal with each person and, and um, you know, understand, try to understand what, what they are um, more deeply than, than, you know, what, what you may see at the surface. Um, so that time at West, I think that's important because those are things that happen, uh, whether it's in a library, whether it's in a lunchroom, whether it's, you know, in a, in a, a gym, um, you know, those conversations, those interactions um, really do uh, help make and create the unique unique space that that Wesleyan has. And and I know uh, you know you mentioned it you mentioned it earlier in our conversation um, you know that you you've been uh, you know really engaged as an alum um, in terms of you know whether it's participating in Coach Riley's uh, annual golf tournament coming back and you know as an alum supporting the program or or you know participating in. A plus our athletic advantage program, you know, panels and discussions with students. And, you know, for, for those alums out there that are um, athletic alums that are out there that, you know, uh, maybe haven't taken advantage of those kinds of opportunities, what would you say about your experiences in both those areas? I, I think they're, they've been great. They've been natural. They haven't been forced. Um, it hasn't been a hard ask, right? Like it, it hasn't been anyone twisting my arms. Like th these are things that um, I've taken the time and I think I, I felt important. Uh, it's important that I do take my time, um, especially with the A plus conversation. I, I think that's, that's great, right? Like that's, um, that's preparing uh, these students, these student athletes to, to, to go out, but it's also um, demonstrating to them um, the power of the Wesleyan uh, network and, and connection, right? And I, I tell people all the time, like, don't, um, do not underestimate that, right? Like, like Wesleyan uh, is, is, is a known entity. Um, it's powerful. It's, it's infiltrated a lot of different interest, uh, industries and, and professions. Um, and so, you know, being a part of uh, this community, being a current student or an alum, um, is, is a big deal, you know, and I think if whatever we can do to, um, one, you know, keep, uh, Wesleyan in the forefront, you know, I, I want to do that, but also to help, um, kids and, and students, um, find their way and figure out what they're going to do, because, you know, it, I mean, myself, if I had an opportunity to sit in the panel coming out, you know, 20 years ago, that that's a very different, uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, uh, I'm sure it, it, I figure it out, but it's maybe I figure it out in a different way and it, and it plays out a little differently and not in a bad way, but, you know, you, you go at it from uh, an asset based approach instead of kind of stumbling into something. Right. So um, so I think any of those pieces that we can do are great. 
Um, I, I tell, you know, personally, I guess with, without Wesleyan, I'm, I'm not what I am today. Like you don't do that by yourself. And so um, I do feel uh, a, a little bit, of, I mean, not a little bit, I, I, I do feel um, that I owe something back to the place, right? Like I owe something back to Wesleyan. And so um, if I can do it by being part of a panel, if I can do it by showing up for a basketball game, if I can do it by, you know, writing a check, um, you know, I, I want to, you know, do whatever I can to, to make sure that, you know, we can continue to um, keep this a, a special place for, for those coming um, behind us. Okay, so Avery, we do this every week. Um, this is my favorite part of the show, coaches probably as well. We call it the gauntlet. So here's what we're going to do. Coach and I are going to bounce back and forth. We're going to ask you questions. They're exclusively Wesleyan-based questions, and we just want the first thing that pops into your head. It doesn't have to be can be as deep as you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be long-winded. It can be if you want it to be, but it, we're really just trying to go back and forth and bang out, you know, 10 questions and, and see if, if you can survive, you know, what is not always easy, but, but hopefully you'll be able to survive the gauntlet. So if right. you're ready, I know coach is ready. If you're ready, we're going to, we're going to send you into the gauntlet. Let's go. All right. I'll kick it off. You ready? Yep. All right. Favorite professor at Wesleyan. Uh... Oh, geez. I was thinking about this going in. Um, Rob Rosenthal. There you go. Yeah. Former provost. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was my boss, not once, but twice. Oh, How about that? For, for some he was the man. He was the man. Yeah, Rob's a great guy. Great yep. guy. All right, Avery, who is the most influential person in your life? Uh, my parents, and, and probably tying into that, would be the family that, that came with my parents. So um, just, I think, set, set a great tone, um, really preached the importance of education and, and you know, valuing that, um, you know, I think gave me the, the pushes when I needed them and the hugs when I needed them. But um, yeah, my parents and, and the family that come with them. Great. Uh, we talked about your first job after graduating from West. So tell us what your, uh, your favorite job was during summer vacations while you were at Wesleyan. Uh, I, had, I went, I worked, uh, it's probably two. I, one year I, I stayed on campus and I did an assortment of camps and, and that was a good time, uh, you know, being around and kind of seeing uh, how the campus um, functioned in the summertime. Um, but I think my, my other job I had uh, the, the two years prior to that, I worked for the New Haven Register. Um, so I had a job where I was responsible for looping around and, and picking up um, the, uh, the clips and, and doing all the billing, you know, for the school, for the, the stores and the papers they sold. But the, the thing with the job was when you were done, you were done. So I, I could get up early, do the job, and then it left uh, my afternoons to, to be able to you know, go and go to the gym and work out and, and play basketball, which was, which was pretty cool. So. Right. Between those right. Two. Here, here's the tough question. You're forced to cheer for one. Would it be Amherst or Williams? I, I don't think that's a fair question, right? Like, we don't, <laughs> right. We don't, we don't get, we don't get taught to taught to have to make that decision. Right. You can't cheer uh -huh. for anything in purple. Can't cheer for anything. In yeah, it's, it's it's tough. I was trying to think if I had any ties or connections. Um, Good answer. I, yeah, I have to pass that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, when you were five years old, 
What'd you want to be when you grew up? Five years old. Wow. Five. Oh, man. I probably wanted to be maybe a doctor. Doctor. You know, but I don't do well with blood and, and all that. <laughs> so I was probably outside of my, my, uh, myself a little bit there. But yeah. what, what's the best piece of advice you've received in your life? Uh, I think, well, what someone once told me in a conversation and it kind of builds on the Wesleyan piece to, to, um, try everything one time, right? Like to, 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 you know, and it, it really wasn't kind of in a reference to food, but right. Like it, it, try everything one time, because if you try it, you have an ability to articulate why you like it or you don't like it. Right. And, um, and so I, I think I've always kind of taken that to heart to like we talked about before, but just, just giving people a chance and, um, you know, trying to, trying to, uh, understand for yourself, you know, that why you like it or you, you don't like it. And, uh, in three words, describe your West experience. Um, lifelong, um, educational uh and probably on you know not just in the classroom but i think learning about yourself and and what you're made up of um and relationships great what do you most miss about uh about wesleyan uh i i on, on nice days i miss false hill that's my inside joke with everybody <laughs> but, like um, because I think that that was really like a, a, a nice time of, of year um, to, to see activity. But um, I, I think I, I miss um, the, the, the kind of un, unstructured, unscripted um, interactions and, and, and building, building pieces, um, you know, the, the run-ins, the, the walks across campus, the um, the, the finding a space in the library, you know, your own special spot in, in the library where you could go and get work done, um, you know, figuring out what you wanted to eat on campus or what you didn't want to eat on campus. Um, you know, the, 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 the dorms and, and, you know, kind of those, those, those random, um, pieces that happen there. So I think it's the, the, probably the unpredictable pieces, um, that that make up you know the day or the, the semester the year but um, that that really build around the, the structure that you're you're a part of great um, what's the best Wesleyan highlight in the last 20 years oh man, you guys you guys have been making um, a few it's 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 been exciting to watch um, you know I the the I mean, I think outside of our time here, that the lacrosse national championship was was a big deal, um, and you know, Coach Raba was around when when I was there, and you know, to kind of know some of the people that came through the program and and you know what they were able to attain, um, those are those are big deals, you know. And I think having worked on the other side, um, you know, in athletic administration, 
um, understanding what goes into that, understanding like the the, the nuance and the, the the slim margins that you have to to be competitive on a national scene. Um, and obviously, I know the tennis team has had success, and you know, obviously, um, the basketball team, and you know, the, I, mean, I mean, even the women's basketball team, like when when um, to see where they went, you know, in, in, the, in the time after I graduated, but, you know, to, 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 to understand the work that the coaches and, and obviously the administration um, that, that has to go in to, to get those results um, and obviously to get the kids, right? Like it's, it's a big deal, but um, to, to see some of those transformations, to see some of the building, to see um, some of the, the, the powerhouse teams that have, that have been created year in and year out that, you know, we, we, uh, I guess we, I was during my time just kind of was seeing the beginning uh, to see what they became was, is, is pretty special. So uh, that's a, that's a big one, but uh, I think personally to plug it, I think, you know, the, the our you know, my personal experience athletically would um, be, I think beating, beating Williams um, and then, you know, being in a position to play for a little three, we, we lost, uh, I think my junior year in the last game against Amherst, you know, but in a good game, but um, you know, that was, that was a big deal. So yep. those little traditions, they all, they all count. No question about it. All right, Avery, here's your last question and then you're done. Who is the West alum you'd most like to have dinner with? Wow. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, Hmm. Most uh, I was gonna. I was gonna. I I got two answers. I think one in, in a realistic point of view, um, you know, it'd be anybody you know that that I've had a relationship in a in a close space with uh, during my time here. So like you know, I've got friends through athletics. I got friends through my through my times there that you know we do our best to to kind of keep together. But I think. Um, you know, sometimes in the busy world, you don't you don't get that time to to sit down and break bread. Um, but outside of that, you know, I I uh, I, I think um, uh, from an athletic perspective, I, you know, I'd love to to pick uh, Coach Belichick's uh, brain a little bit, and not from a football perspective, but I think from that thinking outside the box, right? Like now we've, I mean, living in Boston, I've been in Boston as kind of this um success has happened but a lot of it is right it's it's the the patriot way is really thinking outside the box right and 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 um putting people in places to be successful and you know and and doing that um takes takes some uh, a different perspective and people weren't necessarily always doing that you know 20 years ago so uh, i'd be be curious you know how, how how that thinking got applied and um, you know, how it, how it has really, uh, permeated a lot of other areas, you know, going on. Great. Well, you survived the gauntlet. You made it through. <laughs> Good. Great job. Great job. We're going to, uh, we got, we're going to get just a couple, two minutes left here. We're going to get you out of here on this one. Just, uh, you know, just if you, if you were going to give, uh, advice to, uh, you know, kids currently at West, you know, what would, what would be your message to them? Uh, the time goes by fast. Yeah. Um, do not um, put something off that you could do, right? I, I think I look back and um, as someone that, that was a, an athlete, 
um, I didn't go to enough games, right? So I think uh, going out and, and being part of that community and supporting your peers um, is a big piece, but in the same light, um, going in and having an opportunity to, to hear a lecture that comes on campus is um, just as important. So, um, you know, there's, there's a ton of opportunity um, that's available on the campus. And, and I think um, sometimes you, you, you know, there, there's so much and you don't, you don't really realize it, but um, I would say taking some time out to, uh, um, to take, to partake in that um, is important because I think it, it again, it, it, it makes you a, a more well-rounded um, person and, and somebody that um, it's hard to, uh, to peg into one space, right? Like, I think, I guess that's probably my piece with, right? Like, be as diverse as you can be um, and the people that you interact with and the, the education that you you uh, pursue and the, the activities that you're a part of and the, the lectures that you go and listen to, um, those are those are all um, pieces that, that, that help make uh, the Wesleyan student, the Wesleyan alum, uh, very difficult to to put into one hole, right? You can probably cover a lot of different space and and hold your own in a lot of different um, conversations. Um, just just doing those few things at Wesleyan. All right, Coach, that's going to do it for another episode. Avery, we want to thank you again for uh, spending some time with us and telling us all about you know what you're doing now and how you ended up at Wesleyan and everything in between. It was a great night. We we certainly appreciate. it. I look forward to following your career and seeing, you know, what, what happens going forward. But I know you got plenty on your plate right now. So we're, we're, we certainly appreciate you giving us an hour of your time. Coach, what you got? Yeah, I just want to just also just say, you know, thanks, Avery. Really appreciate it. And, you know, I know uh, Coach Riley, you know, wanted me to give you a big shout out in terms of, uh, you know, just just saying just uh, how much he appreciates your continued support. And, and uh, you know, again, whether it's coming to the golf tournament, whether it's, you know, doing an A-plus event, but, uh, you know, he, he – he, he really appreciates, uh, you know, your continued support. And, and again, um, you know, we, we, uh, we know with Boston being just down the road, you know, hopefully whether we're playing at Tufts or, you know, we got something big happening on our campus, we, we, we love getting you back to campus. So uh, anytime you're in the neighborhood, let us know. Appreciate it. And, you know, and I think just, just credit to everyone else here um, for the work that you've done, you know, in, in engaging alums and, and, you know, getting the word out around what's going on on campus and, and what's going on with the teams, because I think um, it, it's a, it's a hard part, you know, again, I've, I've learned that, but um, th those things do go a, a long way um, with people that, that are interested in following any of the programs and, and seeing what's going on in, on campus. So thanks okay. for those efforts around that. All right. Wish you all the best. Thank you very much. This was okay. great. Appreciate right. you guys. All right. That is class of 2000 Wesleyan Cardinal Avery Estill. Nice enough to be our guest tonight on Chris and Coach. For our producer, Mike O'Brien, for the coach, Mike Whelan, I'm Chris Grace. Until next time, so long, everybody. <laughs>